Hello, 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 everyone, and welcome back. Welcome back to the Miscellaneous Debris Podcast with me, your host, the Machetta, Ryan MK. I have no idea why I'm singing this. It's a solid mood, solid mood. Hope y'all are all uh, blah, 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 blah. We're starting that already. Starting the tongue twisting and the not being able to talk right already. I hope y'all are okay as well. Feeling solid. Hope you've been well since we've last spoke. Not bad here at the Madhouse MK. Not bad. Kind of a busy, exhausting week. But not bad nonetheless. We did have a busy week. The wife, her mom, her mother, and her auntie were in town for a couple of days. And, uh, you know, you got to be careful with that shit. Talked about a few weeks ago when we did our little few-day trip up to Breck, the old Breckenridge, and seeing a few peeps from my fam and I just didn't feel we were safe enough vigilant enough and we did better this time tried out the old uh, COVID home test kits you know and um, so of course we'll do a little two week thing keep an eye on things but uh, you know it's just crazy with that. I mean we'll get more into that later but it's just, it, you got to get the Kobe test. You got to be careful. The Kobe's getting fucking crazy again. Could get crazier. It's still ignorance abound. <sighs> fucking crazy. But I digress. I digress. Talk a little more Kobe later on. But we had fun. We had fun. Um, obviously, the wife, happy to see her family. And, uh, you know, nice. It's always nice people being able to see the kids when they haven't seen them for a while. And, uh, you know, did a little hanging out. Went to the zoo. I always have a, you know, kind of a love-hate with the zoo, right? Because on the one hand, it does get hard. It does get difficult. I, do, I always try and correct myself <clears throat> because saying that you're saying it can be hard or it gets hard or it's too hard. I mean, that can go a million different ways depending on the person's brain. So just difficult is a better word to use in those situations, I believe. Go, go with difficult over hard. It will help you out in the long run. Avoid any issues. So go difficult. So, yes. What was I saying? But I oh difficult because it, it's difficult to see the animals locked up in these small pan. It doesn't. Add, I mean, but you have to know what these zoos are doing. What what most zoos are doing. Um, obviously, not all of them. You got plenty of like the like gator farms and the tiger, like the Tiger King. You got shit like that. But as far as legitimate zoos, most of them are on the up and up, trying to give shelter 
for the animals who, you, you know, because there's reasons behind a lot of it, you know, and a lot of what they do does go to helping animals in general, not just the animals at the zoo, animals in the wild, conservation, you know. So for, for a good amount of zoos, they do a good amount of good. <laughs> but it is, it is hard. Because you do feel for them, like they should be out doing their thing, you know. I don't know. It's a weird thing, me with the zoo. But I enjoy going. Uh, if anything, I like to see the sea lions. They crack me the fuck up. They're the dogs of the sea. They really are. And they are funny as shit. I mean, if I could have a pet sea lion. Never been into that whole exotic thing. But if I ever hit the lottery. I might just have to equip my backyard. With one of them big, huge underground tanks like they got at the zoo for the sea lions. And I might have to pick me up. one. <laughs> That's what people do, though. They, they, I'm going to get a fucking tiger. Okay. Terrible idea. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, we did the zoo. And uh, really kind of one of the first big being out and doing stuff things. since Because the four-year-old is finally getting potty trained. Like, he's finally at a good point. He was starting to go couple of months ago but he's really at a point now where he's he's got shit under control literally you know what i mean he's got the shit under control so it, but there it, it, you know it, it was one of those things where this dude just didn't neither one of them really and they there's some evidence to point to that uh children that are with a little more intelligence not to brag here but uh, they take a little more time with the potty training because Sometimes they want to do it on their own terms. Sometimes, you know, it's just not. It's probably overthinking. I tend to overthink a lot. You might have been witness to some of that if you've been a fan of the pod for a while. So now I'm just sitting here bragging about how smart my kids are. We are off to a great fucking start. Oh, don't worry. It gets better. I'm coming after the Trumpers hard today, but we'll get to that in a second. <sighs> That's a damn good blunt. This was a damn good blunt. Chatter, good job. Chatter, great blunt. Anyway, I continue. Four-year-old's finally getting the potty training under control. Well, you kind of still have to fight with him sometimes. Past couple of weeks, he's maybe had an accident or two. He gets too in, into watching his iPad or playing a game on it or something. And he forgets he get, has to pee. The seven-year-old, Draven, he did the same shit when he was going through the potty training thing. And this one time, we were getting ready for bed. I said, you need to go to the bathroom. This is sometime last week. You need to go potty before we go to bed. I don't need to go potty. You need to try because we're about to go to bed and you ain't peed in a while, bro. Come on, let's go. That's how I talk to him. I don't fuck around. I call him bro a lot. 
So I'm like, let's go. Let's go. This little shit is arguing with me the whole way to the bathroom. That he doesn't have to go. We get to the bathroom, pulls down his little Jurassic Park underwears, pulls them down, immediately starts to pee. Now, I look at him like, I told you so, you little motherfucker. And he does not look up at me. He's just looking down while he's peeing. Sighs real heavy like. And says, I'm a liar. <laughs> like, I get little comical moments out of this kid all the time. Maybe I had to be there. It was funny. It was funny. He's always saying little shit like that. What did he say the other day? Of course I am. Like what four-year-old is talking like this? Sometimes you just say that. I don't know. But then again, the seven-year-old, his older brother, big talker, uses big words, pretty smart kid. So I think the four-year-old, Mr. Renren, Renly, I think he just picks up on all that shit. And the big Draven, for his part, is a really good big brother. He likes to show him stuff and teach him stuff. So it's a good pair, those two. And it's good for, you know, members of uh, the all-around family to see them. But yeah, yeah. <sighs> It was a stressful fucking week. Sorry, I zoned out of it because it really was. And nothing against our visitors. It's just, I get stressed out anytime. For me, I enjoy, yes, I am a bit of a homebody. But that doesn't mean I don't like to go out and do shit. My thing is when it gets to go out and doing something that turns into a several day thing, then I get out of a daily routine for a several day. I can get out. I don't mind getting out of my daily shit for a day or two. Once we get into three, four, five days, then we're starting to get to a point where I'm like, okay, this is this is becoming a problem. <laughs> I like the regularity, the consistency. And when it's fucked with, broken up, I don't like it. If it's a little bit, okay. Short duration, okay. I can handle it. Still don't like it, but I can handle it. Longer durations, no. Even on vacations, if I'm having a fantastic fucking time, I still can't wait to get home. I'm so different than most people who are like, oh, got to go back to home, back to, to work and, and the real life, regular life, the daily grind. And I'm like, fuck yes. <laughs> like my routine, what can I say? Speaking of the routine and work, for that matter, still been doing the audiobook thing, obviously, at work. Uh, spent the first part of the work week getting caught up on all my podcasts, you know, some good old Dan Levitard show, some around the NFL, some other podcasts uh, that are kind of on hiatus right now, but some good stuff. It's not all sports stuff. I about lost that fucking blunt out of my goddamn fingers. 
So if you heard last week, I was talking about The Stand. Well, really, I've been talking about The Stand by Stephen King the past couple of weeks. Uh, Because it's one of my favorite stories in all of literature, film, television, whatever. It's a fantastic story. And um, while it may not be one of Stephen King's own favorites, it is one of my favorites that he has, but probably my favorite, the favorite of mine that he has. And there's just something about, even though there's religious connotations to it, and I don't, you know, not, I don't really do the religious thing, as you know, but Still, it's just such a fucking awesome story. And the character, well, I finished it up. Obviously, I finished the uh, old television series. I got to check out the new one. Still haven't done that. Again, had a busy week. But I need a new book. And I had a few checked out. Sitting in my little holding thing. My audiobooks. Shout out to Libby, the app Libby. Get on there, sign into your library account. You can just check shit out electronically. I just listen to audiobooks right off my phone at work. It's great. Because as I mentioned several times probably before, but I don't have fucking time to read anymore. My biggest time after I sobered up for reading was when I went to bed because I would have trouble getting to bed. So not only would I enjoy reading for a while, but it would eventually help me tire out and get to sleep. Then I started smoking weed again. And uh, sleeping really hasn't been a problem since (laughs) it really, really hasn't. So starting a new book. I kept in the vein of Stephen King. Well, not just, I, I, I stuck with Stephen King. I got another one of my favorite Stephen King books. And I know some of you will hear this, book and because I know there's It, Cujo, Needful Things, Pet Cemetery. There's a bunch of good classic stuff. I get it. But I, you know... My dad liked the classics. And, well, he liked all the shit, really. My dad got me into Stephen King. He's the one that showed me the stand. And I was like, oh, this is fucking great. Thanks, Dad. But I love that shit. And I love King. And as much as I enjoy a lot of the classics, they're probably not my favorites. That's how, if you know me, or you at least get a sense of me, through listening to this podcast for however long you have. If you get a sense of me, you know, like I tend to veer from the mainstream type of shit anyway. Michael Crichton, author, rest in peace. Very famous for specifically Jurassic Park, but he wrote, you know, Sphere, Andromeda Strain. It's a good amount of stuff he's known for. Jurassic Park. That's the one he's most known for. Not even close to my favorite book. As a matter of fact, a couple that some of the critics really dislike, I love. I wouldn't say dislike. Some of his 
lower rated books. So I dig Michael Crichton stuff. Anyway, before I get off on it, because I know I've talked a lot about reading lately, so I'm not going to get into a tangent on books again. I should start some wacky, mad Wonderland book club. That's what I should do. So the new book I'm into right now, again, by Stephen King, is Dreamcatcher. Now, if you haven't seen this, this movie actually has some interesting aspects in it as far as tying it to uh, aspects of real life right now. But Dreamcatcher basically follows this group of kids. Well, it's a group of friends, and they show them as kids at times and then uh, as adults where the actual story is taking place. So you have these four kids, or four friends, <laughs> fucked up again. You have these four friends, and they end up getting a fifth friend to kind of save him from some bullies. And he's um, got Down syndrome, and he's but he's got like special abilities. He's got like a gift, you know. He's he's special, and he's able to kind of through that give each one of the friends their own little gift and then when they grow up they go out to do their the four main ones um because the other one is sick they go to do their yearly hunting thing out in the woods in a cabin and shit hits the fan when i mean shit hits the fan i mean aliens arrive And there's a virus. And it's some crazy shit. (laughs) And it's basically about you got. The four friends are split up two and two. So you got the story of two of them, the story of the other two, and then the story of the military as they're trying to quarantine this whole area. And uh, it's just a really good book. And a pretty good movie. The movie has um, Morgan Freeman, Tom Sizemore, Thomas Jane, uh, Jason Lee. Love me some Jason Lee. He plays the dude Beaver. Fuck me, Freddy. It's a good, it's a good, good story. Good story. Check it out. If you're into Mr. King and you haven't checked that one out, do so. Please do so. Also been doing a lot of Hunt Showdown. You know me, big gamer here, right? <laughs> Seriously, not really. Not really. You know what? I didn't even get into with the hunt. No, we'll come back to that in a second. I'm going to go back to Dreamcatcher. But Hunt Showdown. See, now I feel even stupid talking about Hunt Showdown because I should be getting out this other thought about Dreamcatcher. And on top of that, people, on top of that, my mad caps, does anybody really care? <laughs> I don't even care about video games that much. I don't know why when I get into a groove with the Hunt Showdown, I tend to mention it on the pod. Really, because if there's any listeners out there who play video games, uh, 
and you haven't played Hunt Showdown, you should check it out. There's a new map out. It's fantastic. I'm going to go play it after I'm done recording. And eat and go to sleep, per usual. So that's the plan. Oh, I almost dropped the fucking blunt again. What is going on? Anyway, I digress from the showdown. It's so stupid. <laughs> and I'll get back to Dreamcatcher real quick because I do think that it's an interesting idea if you read the book and you get into what the aliens, the virus, and all of this is all about. It, it really is, you think about like all the different life, like we have no idea what all life could exist as. I, I mean, there's scientists that think based on certain exoplanets that potentially you could have, like, I've talked about some of this on previous pods. I've talked about in my, well, I need to get back to that shit too. My crazy shit about space, my little videos that I do, I need to do a new one. But, but it, it is interesting to think about the different types of life. As I was saying, scientists believe, based on some exoplanets, one, there could be like metallic aliens. Um, um, and then you have like these super Earths and like something, if there was life on there the gravity is such that they would have to be most amorphous blobs it's fucking insane to think about i mean you never know what shit could come from space <laughs> that's it because we don't know shit we really don't know shit about shit. And I think we proved that over and over. E even the smart uh, smartest of humanity is still pretty stupid. <laughs> still pretty stupid. You know, it appears that that orange racist turd of a former president has called out for another hit. Did you see this shit? It was, I apologize. There was supposed to be a transition there because I was talking about Hunt Showdown. And then I was going to go from Hunt Showdown to speaking of hunting, you know, because the guy was the one, Capitol Police guy said head hunting. He's a head, was it head hunting? No. <laughs> oh sinking into the shit doing that tonight for show doing that tonight but yes you know he's not on twitter obviously anymore but his shit gets out there and he was quoted to say we know who you are to the officer that shot and killed Ashley Babbitt. <clears throat> you know, the one female capital rioter. Make sure I phrase that right. Capital rioter. And it's just insane. <laughs> like, okay. 
like I, I'm not necessarily looking for anybody to get killed, but you can't sit there. And when like and, and and when a cop, a white cop kills a black dude. During a traffic. Violation. For hardly doing anything. But as you can see, uh, there's plenty of video evidence. What the fuck was going on at the Capitol? And this bitch, I'm sorry, deceased or not, bitch, traitorous bitch, as a matter of fact, was fucking part of the whole thing. Cop was getting crushed in the door. Now, I don't know. Because it's supposed to be, you know, unnamed, anonymous, the, the unidentified. There is the word I'm looking for. The unidentified police officer that was involved in that in that shooting of uh, Miss Babbitt. Fairly certain black. A lot of those Capitol Police seem to be black. And so I just want to get this straight. Uh, uh, fuckhead Trump and fuckhead Trumpers. Blue Lives Matter until they're black. Or in the way of your own agenda. Or both. Right? 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 Something like that. Something like that. I think I get it. I think I get it. Just fucking looking like idiots. And I got... I got and people are still on board with this motherfucker. Even, even after Friday. You know what Friday was? Besides Friday the 13th. Besides Friday the 13th. You do know Trump was supposed to be reinstated that day. I couldn't even say it with a straight face. <laughs> couldn't even say it with a straight face. Trump was supposed to be reinstated. What happened? I might do a what the fuck about this, so I'm not going to get too deep into it. <laughs> but what happened? Come on, my pillow guy. Come on, Trumpers, fuckheads. What what happened? Where's your boy? Isn't he supposed to be president right now? Didn't y'all say some shit like Biden was just being allowed to be president right now? <laughs> I, oh, you fucking idiots. The stupidity. We are in a state of stupidity. Yes, we are. Trump's reinstatement. Had it happened, it would have been fitting on, on a Friday the 13th. But uh, no way that shit was going to happen. Fucking batshit, crazy ass, stupid motherfucker. It, it, yeah, it's another broken promise. They're just going to keep biting. <laughs> it, they're like fish. That's what Trump, I just realized that. Trumpers are like fish. They're like fish. Because it doesn't matter. They know the hook, the worm. They know. They don't care. <laughs> Excuse me. They know. They don't care. They choose to ignore it. Whatever. That's fine. 
That's just fine. Delusional motherfuckers. Problem is, is that really so many of them are uneducated. We'll get into more of this after a break. But it's true. I mean, we can go into the whole COVID anti-vax. Um, you know, even if th- there are people with legitimate concerns, um, particularly like a- as of this time, pregnant women, when it comes to the vaccines. But it's a very small group of people, a list of groups. That, like that if you're in, you know, getting chemotherapy, you don't want the vaccine. There's... <laughs> Not a whole lot of people that have a good excuse to not get it right now. That's just plain simple fact. But you may or may not have seen this video of this lady. It's like in a town hall meeting type thing, type setting. And she's making a case against a school's mask mandate. She's ranting and raving. I think she says something about control. Oh, it's all about the children. They want the children. I'm like, yeah, it is all about the children. You dumb bitch. Like, they can get really sick now. So we should probably mask them all the fuck up. You know what I mean? (laughs) So, yeah, yeah, it is about the kids. But she's obviously referencing the QAnon shit (laughs) and the adrenochrome theory and shit like that. And then, of course, at the very end, to just punctuate her ignorance, Trump won. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Oh, man. Another case of the uneducated just missing all the facts, you know, and buying into their own bullshit. I, I don't, yeah. The country is, is seriously in a state of fucking stupidity. So we are back. And first, I want to say, please forgive me for bumbling and stumbling and rumbling. That's a Chris Boomer football related guy. Anyway, through that first uh, half of the show, through that first segment, please forgive me. Apologies. Uh, Felt a little off my game. Not that it's an excuse, but as mentioned, it's been a long fucking way. I have not got a lot of sleep this week. 
<laughs> really, truly haven't. It's been, been a good, it was, it was a good week, you know, just a long week. Now, had Trump been reinstated as president, it would have been a much longer week. So I can be, <laughs> be thankful for something. Well, for a lot of stuff. Anyway, I digress. I have something, I, I, you know, topics, discussion I want to get into. But on the break, as I went downstairs and had my uh, dose of deadly nicotine, I started thinking about the stand and 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 Dreamcatcher, and um, my father has come up a couple of times recently. Just been in my mind a little bit more, I guess, recently. And uh, it's crazy because he's been gone now about twenty years. Jesus Christ. Long fucking time. And for the most part, I'm used to it. But there are times, you know, particularly times, you know, I see the the kids and, you know, my four-year-old say shit like, I'm a liar. And, you know, <laughs> like the goofballs, like, yeah, too bad. He's not around for this shit. It motivates me to want to take better care of myself. And, uh, God, I still got some shit habits. The cigarettes got to go. I know that. Energy drinks, I got to quit that shit. It's fucking up my teeth. You know, I'm aware. It's getting to the point where I'm ready to stop with that kind of stuff. I know it from experience. So, yeah, I, I just getting to think about him because really he's the one that got me into those kinds of books. He's the one that got me into, well, shit, stand-up comedy. I've been a lifelong stand-up comedy. It wasn't until my drinking days where I actually considered the idea of maybe I could do that, but I only thought I could do it because I discovered that uh, giving speeches in, in class was much easier if you were drunk while doing it. <laughs> one of the reasons uh, I got so bad Because then I just realized that, hey, it's fun being kind of drunk all the time. Didn't do very well overall in school doing it that way. But yeah, so. Mm. Mm -mm -mm. The drinking days. It's tough to think on sometimes. Crazy shit throughout that period. But, you know, can also relate with my dad. He had addictions of his own. Gambling, painkillers, and uh, cigarettes himself. But I can remember my dad, like, for comedy, for example. You know, he used to do a lot of road trips. And he would occasionally do like Jeff Foxworthy, Bill Cobb, something light, you know, as I got older. And my dad was pretty far ahead as far as when it came to my parents, I think it was one of the reasons they had issues. <laughs> but my mom, 
I, I was the oldest, so I was the firstborn. I think she was a little overprotective. I can, I can remember her not wanting me to play Mortal Kombat because it had blood in it and not wanting to watch Beavis and Butthead and <laughs> shit like that. Whereas my dad was just going to, was just going to let me do stuff because he knew he was going to fucking watch it, learn it, see it, etc. at some point anyway. And he figured better if he, if it did it at home for the first times so that if I had questions, he could explain it. Like, and, and so he would actually let me come out of my bedroom, sneak out after my mom went to bed and he let me watch movies and shit with him. Like all the old school action stuff, fucking lethal weapon, die hard showed me a lot of that stuff. Aliens, the alien and predator stuff. Oh, man. That's how I got into a lot of that. And, uh, yeah, I think he was just trying to be a little forward thinking. And, and, and it was rough because I did have moments like towards the end of elementary, towards or, and the beginning of middle school, where, like, I remember specifically this one conversation with this one kid and he said something about it, and then I came, and I'm like, Beavis and Butthead, the aforementioned, popular at the time. And I was like, <laughs> you said came. And I didn't even know what the fuck I was saying. That was a terrible Butthead impersonation. I know. It's been a while. I used to do Beavis better, so I don't even know why I did Butthead all the, the way back then. Why? I did, anyway. <laughs> and this dude punched me in the shoulder hard, and I'm like, what the, what the fuck? What did I say? Because I literally had no idea. I get home and ask my dad. And he tells me. I'm like, what the fuck is that? Like, I got to learn this shit because all these people. Sorry, I keep light, relighting my joint using this little hand torch. Sorry. Apologies. <laughs> got to teach me this shit. You got to let me know. And my oldest son, I tried to do that with him. Not my seven-year-old, my 21-year-old. <laughs> so weird to say. I have a 21-year-old. Fucking 21-year-old. No fucking way. Yes, fucking way. I don't. Or is he 20? <laughs> oh. So I got it, but you know, so he got me into comedy because after a while, Jeff Foxworthy turned into George Carlin. <laughs> Bill Cosby turned into Eddie Murphy. You know, he showed me all the good movies, the shows, like and and books, books. And uh, that was always a good bonding thing. That was always a good. And, and so I'm, I'm probably particularly fond to things like The Stand by Stephen King, because there's a lot of sentimental value there with my dad, you know. If he was alive today, he would have hated him some Trump. Holy shit, he would have hated him some Trump. Oh, man. Oh, man. So let's get into that a little bit. Since I 
derailed my own show with my random thought, reminiscing downstairs, having a cigarette, thinking about my father and Stephen King. We get back on track. Because stupidity and ignorance, well, they're quite reigning supreme right now, yes. With COVID, you got the Delta shit continuing to surge. It's really hitting the unvaccinated areas specifically. And the area's not doing shit about, like, Florida. Yeah, there's a pandemic going on, but don't let us stop you, Florida. I know you think that'd take away your freedoms to wear a fucking mask, even though you have to wear clothes and a seatbelt. Like, how, how many other examples? I don't know. Lots. Yeah, don't let that shit stop you, Florida. No, Ron de Satan. Is remaining pretty steadfast in this uh, no mask mandate shit. Meanwhile, in one Florida county, over 470 cases and over 1,000 quarantined in the educational students, staff after a first week of school. Not much different in Texas, where one doctor is like, I'm pretty sure this was Texas and not Florida, but one tech, one doctor is saying, hey, hope your kid doesn't get into a car accident or anything like that, because uh, the pediatric ICU is full of COVID patients. You'll have to wait for the next kid to die to get an open bed. And like putting it pretty blunt and straightforward, like that's scary shit, man, right? I got little kids. It's scary shit. But so uh, uh, too large of a segment of the country is not taking the shit seriously. And a lot of these fucking people are the same kind of people That, what about the children? Who care about the kids? Do you? Because you're all pissed off about this mask mandate in school. Don't you want your kids protected? I... And if a worsening pandemic isn't enough? If that's not enough, we're at code red concerning our fucking climate. <sighs> yeah, this UN climate report coming out, just thousands of scientists and, and just experts put together this shit. And they're basically, it's, it's humanity's code red. It's a final wake-up call. We need immediate and drastic change. Or within 20 years, we're going to be up 1.5 degrees Celsius. And we're already seeing 
severe weather, it's only going to get worse. All the fires and shit. I mean, I don't know if you can count the earthquake in Haiti. Because that shit happened. A lot of fucking people died. Um, They had one not too, too far back in the distant past. That was pretty bad. So they tend to get them occasionally. So that I don't know if that's related or not. All I know is look at some of the shit with the hurricanes, the fires. It is climate related. You can see what's happening. And maybe back in the day, this shit was a little more controversial. It's pretty, it's pretty clear cut now what's going on. And something's got to be done. Like now. problem is, particularly in this fucking country, there's so much misinformation. You know, whether it's QAnon, anti-vax, flat earth, the umpteen conspiracy theories. It's just... Ignorance and stupidity reign. And people in power got to love that shit, particularly in this country where people fucking do anything. Like Ron DeSatan in Florida. Like he's just going to remain steadfast in this because he feels like it'll help him win some votes, keep his votes. But it seems contradictory when it's also likely to kill a bunch of your voters. So I don't I don't know. Mm. Just don't get it. That's why some of these people in power that lust for power, they love the uneducated. They love the ignorant, the stupid. Because, sorry, but when you're uneducated, and yes, there's plenty of people, I'm currently in that boat where I'm not doing anything with my degree. But the college experience, it gives you tools in itself. One of those being the ability to research correctly, identify correct sources, And decipher misinformation. I can't tell you how many times I've gotten in arguments with people. And I'm giving you actual sources. And you're giving me what? Some Christian Academy bullshit? Get the fuck out of here. I I just... That's why a free college education would be such a good thing for this country. Because part of the problem is, is it costs a lot. So yeah, there's going to be a lot of people that say, 
I'd, I'd rather not go in debt for a degree, no thanks. If they can't pay for it out of their own pocket, they're not gonna get college educated. Till they're a senior citizen, then you can go to college for practically free. It's fucking weird. It's great. <laughs> but those in power love it because that's something that will only increase the division because you're going to have people throwing misinformation and bullshit out to use one of their slogans fake news <laughs> and some people are going to buy it up. I mean, they have people convinced that free college is not a good idea. It's socialism or whatever the fuck you was. Yeah. Yeah, let's not do free college. Just like, let's not do free health care. Right. It ain't. Just helps keep us divided. They use class. That's an example with the free health. If you make a lot of money and you got good health care and it doesn't, you know, take a chunk out of your wallet, yeah, you probably don't want free health care. Because then you'll get treated just like everybody else. Be great for society overall, though. Seems to be a thing with the rich, though. They'd rather just keep as much to themselves as they can. It's just such a fucking mess. And to me, so much of this seems obvious. Fucking obvious. But there are people out there, again, spreading lies and misinformation, all for their own gain, not really caring about the consequences. Same thing with like climate change. Hey, it's right there. Facts, evidence, we gotta, we gotta do something. Fake news. Okay, dude. Nice conversation. Nice conversation. <laughs> it's a fucking mess. We're literally in a state of stupidity. And whether that's because in part of the education system when it comes to, you know, post high school, that plays a part. How much, I don't know. But overall, there's way too many fucking people allowing themselves to be manipulated.
all of this should seem rather straightforward, I would think. As I said, pretty fucking obvious. And yet here we are. Here we are in a state of stupidity. Ignorance knows no bounds. As Val Kilmer's poor trail of Doc Holliday would, would say. But okay, okay. We're going to get get the fook get the fook out of here. What do you peeps think about that? What about It's been so serious the last little bit. I know. I'm going to keep it a little serious for a second cuz I mentioned before we go. I mentioned the earthquake in Haiti over 300 people. Dead. And so my thoughts go out to the people of Haiti. It is Haiti, right? That's where the earthquake happened. <laughs> I think so. 7.2, I think it was on the Richter's head. Like, fucking, God damn it. Just buildings collapsing. It's fucking scary, man. And again, I'm... I don't know anything about that one being related to climate change or not. I just know we're going to get a lot more weather bullshit. Like, like, as time goes on, if we don't do something. So thoughts out to the thoughts also out to the people of Afghanistan who are, uh, well, the Taliban's just running roughshod over them now, and uh, just taking over city by city. And um, you hate to see it, but it's weird. I'm sure it's strange for a lot of, you know, soldiers, vets who, you know, fought over there. And so I know, I'm sorry. I apologize. <laughs> Ending on such sheer, sheer, serious, serious shit. Well, there you go fucking fuck up my talking again <laughs> it's just that things are just messy all fucking just everywhere everywhere there's places in europe where there's plenty of anti-vax shit like i just come on people this is the fucking this 2020 Stupid. Stupid. <laughs> Bit of advice, everybody. World's a dangerous place. It's a dangerous place out there. It really is. And uh, I would say tread carefully. Arm yourself. Now, you don't need a gun. You don't need a gun. I mean, if you feel the need. I don't really like guns myself. I was more thinking with knowledge. But weapon, arm yourself with knowledge. It, that's super important. I'm serious about that. All of you out there, please. Arm yourselves with knowledge. Real, true knowledge. Factual knowledge. Arm yourselves. 
But also, if you need a weapon, I do suggest uh, maybe a sword. Samurai swords are nice. Those are good. Um, if you got stuff from Molotov cocktails, those are hard to hang, uh, you know, carry around. Just carry a little squirt gun full of gas. Right, right, right. Just a little one. And some firecrackers. Yeah, yeah. That's the idea. That's the ticket. <laughs> Somebody starts fucking with you, just start spraying them with a squirt gun. They'll be like, what the fuck are you doing? And then they'll smell it. And you can be like, Psst. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I know. I write. I come up with crazy shit like this all the time. <sighs> so, yeah. Tread carefully. Arm yourself. And because uh, you never know. You never know. Right? You never fucking know. Let's get out of here, people. Let's do it. Let's end this tea party. Let's get it ended right freaking now. I tell ya, I tell ya. I love you guys and gals. Thank you for listening. As always, stay safe, stay vigilant, stay now. Until next time, hot off for now.